Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. These next three episodes, frustration, the hidden things, and all-terrain faith, are messages that I wanted to share that will provoke you deeper in with Him uh, in the days ahead. I think this is very timely. I think we must listen in at a deeper level, and it truly is time to go from trauma to trust. So in all of this, yes, I do encourage you, if you have not yet ordered my book, From Trauma to Trust, The Making of a Messenger, I encourage you to do it. If you've gotten it, you have it, you haven't finished it, I encourage you to pick it up again. You can get it in hard copy, ebook, you can get it in audiobook at theproducersway.com. The others, I believe, are on Amazon. My friends, press into Him and let Him truly, truly love you, tend to you, and bring you forth as who you were always meant to be. Don't let anything or anyone else define who you are. So take a listen to these episodes, and I pray they encourage you to go deeper with Him, and if necessary, connect more with me. Love you all. Okay, so let's see if there's anyone out there who is experiencing frustration. Now, it might be high-level frustration, and you may find yourself explosive, and it's more uh, expressing itself in outward ways, or you might have a low-grade fever of frustration. And it's just like the steady hum of the train that I've talked about many times. And you find yourself having a tension uh, inside And yet you have learned so well over the years how to manage that and to keep it at its low roar. And yet lately you're beginning to recognize just how uh, trapped you may feel. So I want to ask this question, and I don't ask it lightly. And I encourage you to ask Holy Spirit Uh, to reveal this to you so that we're not just in there just digging around uh, in a haphazard, reckless, cavalier way. So here's the question is, what is one of your earliest memories of experiencing frustration? What is one of the first times in your life that you began to experience this sense of you couldn't get it? You couldn't get out of something that you were in. Uh, And there was a a deep tension. Maybe it was laying in your bed at night as a child listening to your parents argue. And you were so frustrated because you didn't want two people that you loved to to fight. Uh, Maybe because there was the hidden fear of who knows what's on the other side of that argument. Is somebody leaving Uh, Will someone be hurt? Will I be alone? Uh, We're not consciously aware oftentimes when we're young, yet all of that is registering. And that low hum um, 
of frustration in our lives can, um, you know, begin to uh, build a spot in our soul, if you will, where that is an atmosphere that we forever want to avoid. Remember, I've shared before that sometimes things we consider just emotions, I'm suggesting to you they're really an atmospheric bondage. It's an atmosphere that you once lived in, and when that feeling, and I'm doing the quotes here as I talk with my fingers around the word feeling, you will do almost anything to avoid it. Um, so I'm asking this, what is one of your earliest memories? Or maybe I could say just one of your strongest memories of experiencing frustration. And I want to read this quote. I've posted it again recently on social media. Uh, it is in my book, but it is not original to me. Uh, it is the actual definition um, that is connected with narcissistic personality disorder. Now, I'm not diagnosing you, and I'm not saying that you're a narcissist, but I find that there is something within this uh, definition, this description of things, uh, can be why we uh, keep... Um, we keep expecting certain things uh, and feeling that others owe us. Uh, so here's the quote. Uh, this particular uh, way of thinking and living, here is this quote. It's an unrealistic, exaggerated, or rigidly held sense of entitlement is seen in those who, because of early frustrations, assign themselves the right to demand lifelong reimbursements from fate. So that's kind of a definition you've got to give some real thought to. So, so listen again. Unrealistic, exaggerated, or rigidly held sense of entitlement. Now just think about that. It's unrealistic. Maybe I expect everything to be perfect all the time. Why can't everyone just get along? Let's don't have any conflict. My friends, that's unrealistic. It is unrealistic and exaggerated. Maybe it just gets to be such a big, uh, overwhelming thing. We think I'll never have it. And therefore the exaggeration of it leads to a hopelessness and a despair. Then we have this um, rigidly held sense of entitlement. I cannot be moved off of it. I should have it. It is mine. I am owed it. Now, again, many of us who have been people pleasers, we think we're more focused on uh, the good virtues of let's all get along and I just want to help people and it's because I love you. But when Holy Spirit begins to work, he begins to show you that down deep under all of that, is usually the way that we are managing for ourselves and trying to get for ourselves what we legitimately need. But we're trying to get it ourselves from others, whether it's our sense of peace, uh, whether it is simply to be loved and within self, of course, it has this deep desire to be found irresistible. So Holy Spirit has to reveal that. But this 
unrealistic, exaggerated, or rigidly held sense of entitlement can come because of early frustrations. Now, here's where I want to just leave you with today. Early frustrations. Therefore, this is where, now these are my words, therefore the now current frustrations of life are triggering off some of those early things. And when God is working in real discipleship, let me tell you, God knows you better than anyone else. And Holy Spirit remembers things you've been trying your whole life to forget, to get over, to get beyond, uh, to get out of the grip of. But it is the further you go with him where he has to begin to show you why it is that and for him to build a bridge, if you will, from the present, what you're experiencing in the present, you may be like, I don't understand why this triggers me so deep, to take what you're experiencing in the present, and he wants to show you how it connects potentially to something in the past where you tried to handle it. You're trying to handle your frustrations now, and you were trying to handle them in, in your early life. And those now current frustrations of life are bringing to the surface uh, things that maybe are unpleasant to look at, unpleasant to think about. And yet it, there is a gentle uh, yet strong um, press from within. Nothing that you do Nothing that you beg of others, demand of others, uh, is, is bringing any relief. And you may be trying to decide right now if you're to leave them, if you are to strike out on a whole new way you know, of life. And I want to say to you that it might be wise for you to stop and say, Holy Spirit, I need you to show me what's going on inside of me, and what it is that you're wanting to do about that. It is not time for you to hunker down, try harder, uh, go into overdrive to handle your frustrations, uh, nor is it uh, always necessary uh, to keep demanding um, others to pay you what you think you're owed. I want to strongly suggest to you uh, to turn to Holy Spirit, who is the promise of your Father, and to begin to allow them to bring you into a stronger dependency on them for real insight into what's going on inside of you. Um, I want to encourage you to remain and continue with him and not rush off in your frustration. Don't break down. Well, it's hard to say not to break down because there is something in us that's breaking. And typically it's all of our ways that we've been trying to handle all of our trauma and pain and difficulty on our own. And there is so much out there right now on trauma. And... Uh, a lot of it is good information. I mean, you can look at factual things and they can tell you these are the symptoms of trauma. This is how trauma shows up. Trauma can be trapped in your body. Uh, there, there's a lot of good information. 
But here is where the difference for us comes in, is solution. If the solution is me self-healing, if the solution is me uh, going into man-made ways of trying to handle it, then here's where I'm going to say to you that a true disciple, one who is living under the big tent of God's presence, who is seeking God, I want to encourage you to watch carefully where you go for solution. If you keep going to self, no matter how clever it may seem, no matter how um, results-oriented it may be, I want to suggest to you that our core trauma is our separation from God. And then it perpetuates trauma in us when we attempt to become more well-adjusted apart from Him, when we attempt to handle everything ourselves. Um, because there is a strength that will come to you. There is um, what seems like you are doing better. But my friends, if the whole point of life is to know Him, and if we deal with our core trauma of independence and separation by coming to Him in oneness and abiding, and if, if you're buckling under the pressure of your life, I want to suggest to you again and tell you that's because you were never meant to carry the weight of your own life. And it's an indicator to you that you've reached the end of self. Don't go over now and try to find a new chamber of self, uh, a new depth of self. Uh, that is a sign to turn to him and to those he may be putting in your life. Because my friends, if we come to him which deals with our core trauma of separation and independence. My friends, there is no trauma. There is nothing that we have lived through, no matter how minor or major we consider it, that he does not fully address in the person of Jesus, the cross of Jesus, in the spirit of Jesus, the nature of Jesus, the cleansing that comes from him into your soul, into your body. There, there is nothing like it. There is no one, no thing, no therapy, no, no solution like oneness with him. Now, I know I can't get into the depth of that right now. Because that requires discipleship. I'm not even telling you that you need to come and disciple with me. This isn't some subtle ploy to get you to, you know, <laughs> come to me. My friends, he says, come to me, to him. Now, I can suggest to you that you check out my book, From Trauma to Trust. I could tell you, listen to this, do that. But ultimately... If whatever you're reading, whatever you're listening to isn't getting you to him, then it's once again putting the pressure on you that you've got to figure out what to do. So if you are at heightened levels of frustration, whether you're aware of them or not, but yet you can kind of feel this buzzing within, I want to encourage you to turn to him in simplicity 
whether you're smiling, whether you're crying, you're slinging snot all over the room. Have you ever cried so hard over something? This is for men and women. Ever cried so hard over something that you were just like, my God, my God, bring me through. And you think, oh, man, if the sun doesn't come up, I don't know if we're going to make it through this night. Listen carefully. I'm going to pray for you. And I want to encourage you to give thought to this. Be careful in identifying your problem that you don't go to the wrong source of solution because that's where everything begins to split and divide. Is God my my source? And of course, my heart is, is that and is his church the place that I can go and drink deep of the well of my salvation, that I can hear him, experience him, know him, live in him, grow in him. Because if it isn't, this is a part of why Nancy McCready Ministries exist, is to see the house of God become the dwelling place of his presence where his people can come, where the lost can come, the prodigal can come. The puffed up, the broken down, whoever, whomever could come and experience him. And the house of God is made up of lively stones of people And are we becoming those people because we have come to him and now we are holding the door open for others as they come? So my friends, if you're in a lot of now frustrations, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you where it may be because there are still early frustrations that are still trying to control your world. And you may be demanding reimbursements from everybody. Everybody owes me. My friends, I don't want you to get what you're owed and what you deserve. I want you to receive what he has provided. And in everything that he provides as solution, it will all draw you to him. So, Father, right now, I thank you for those that are listening and where there are points of deep frustration Begin to build the bridge and show them how it's connected to early frustrations. Father, show them where they have lived independent, though trying maybe to do their best and to be well-adjusted people. But Father, they're, they're meant to live in deep oneness with you. Begin to reveal, begin to show, begin to open up in the way that is uh, wise, in the way that is in your timing, and bring them to solution. Jesus himself. I release this now, Father, even as they listen. And I thank you that your people will not live in a frustration. They will live in oneness. Thank you that clever words, clever messages um, will not be the answer. You are our answer. You are life. And I pray that each one that hears this today, 
will respond to you. I trust you with their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you all. Until next time. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.